The only thing that's missing is having that Transformers changeover sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I have that somewhere. It spins. I just wanted to go. I have that. Remember from the old podcast? <laughs> yes. I know. Anyways, guys, welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. Uh, we're here to... This This is going to be like... This a, game has so much lore. <laughs> this is going to be the, the, the very, very snarky episode because, man, do we have a lot of snark... To deliver towards New York a lot Snark of the <laughs> Sorry, apologies in advance to our friends over at the New York Snark Exchange. Um, <laughs> but man, we got some takes for you today on a lot of the crazy news that has happened over <laughs> this past week. <laughs> like I, I, we were talking about it before the show, and it's just like, I, like I was just dying. I'm just like, I don't know how I'm gonna get through the episode without laughing. <laughs> So uh, we're going to try our best. Did everyone just give yeah. up? Like, literally, it feels like just everyone has just given up. I mean, I think a lot of it also has to do with Twitter. <laughs> not the FIFA thing. Not the FIFA thing, but we're going to get into <laughs> We got some takes on Twitter. Like, it's not gaming related, but it's just... It so, is gaming related. It, it, it kind of is, just because, like... Y'all thought the rumor mill was bad before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. People don't go on the internet and just, you know, lie. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> Twitter has proved that to be incorrect. And I'm 6'5", blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm immaculately in shape. I am not in shape. <laughs> oh, my anyway, God. Before we get into the show, uh, let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Sonic. <laughs> You've played Sonic. I played Sonic. I did, too, yeah. I mean, obviously, aside from... Doing an almost 10-hour stream of God of War Ragnarok Listen, yesterday. listen, listen. Let me close that. Sonic, in my opinion, is a solid Sonic game. I think that's being <clears throat> too nice. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm, I'm sorry to say, look, I'm going to be honest to everyone. I'm going to be honest to everyone. If you want to rate mascots, Sonic is a B-tier mascot. Yeah. <laughs> so all the games kind of hover around the B-tier, C-tier. Mm -hmm. So And this is just one of those. I, I give it like a B-minus. Okay. It's a B-minus-tier game. Like, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. I think for me, it's just... <laughs> With everything that the Sonic marketing. Has, not only the marketing, but just everything that Sonic has been through and how, like, I really feel like they creep ever so closely to the potential that you can have in a Sonic game. I mean, Sonic Boom? The TV show writing? Somewhat. This is one of those games where, like, the potential was there, but they didn't grasp it. Because I truly believe that in terms of... I like, won't complain about the final boss. I mean, everyone's going to complain. I'm, I, I complain about every boss in that game. Um, but the big thing with the, the game design is you have these... Especially the open world spaces. Because yeah. we'll talk about the 
the the actual like zone tracks yeah. in a bit. But the the main component of the game, like the game, is divided into these two halves. Half the game is exploring this like open zone. What they call open zone, it's really just like really hub worlds. It's really small open hub things that they have. They took like this is your canvas of land, and then they took this box of Legos, and they said, "Ha, that's a level." Have fun. So Hold the on. level design is trash. Hold on. However, no, 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 let me finish. <laughs> However, I love running around yeah. through it because it feels nice to just run in an open world and go fast to As being the Sonic. crappy Lego things that they've put together. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But man, like this is, it's like they had the idea and they didn't realize it. Okay, the here, here's the thing. Here's here's how I'm gonna explain it. And there's gonna be a generation of people who understand this and a generation of people who'll never understand this. Okay. They wanted Sonic Sat AM, but they gave us Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's the most accurate description <laughs> of Sonic for Tears. <laughs> and and I'm gonna go 100% the reason why that's an issue is because once again, what's his name has the rights to those characters, so they can't do anything about it. Oh, it's funny. I like. I'm gonna be honest with you. The characterization of Eggman is very Sonic Sat AM. He's right. perfect. Just so everyone knows, Eggman is the victim in all the Sonic games. Because they don't have the rights to most of the characters. They don't have a right to the Archie comic Sonic uh, stuff because I forget the, the the artist's name. There was a there was a really bad breakup, and he just took all, he took his characters and went home because Archie was dumb, and so was Sega. Yes. But yeah, it was a really bad snafu. Yeah, uh, my biggest complaint. Well, here, here's the thing. Did you catch all the references to another Sega game in this game? There's a lot of references to many Sega games. Yes, but the one that made me happy. Did you, did you recognize what it was? Because it makes a reference three times and then at the final boss. Ikaruga? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ikaruga. The fact, like, okay, spoilers alert. The boss turns into Ikaruga. Like, it turns into the ship. Right. But then you do nothing with it. That made me so upset. I'm like, you could have given me a boss fight that is literally, like, the last level of Ikaruga, destroy the moon. <laughs> cool. Why couldn't you give me that? Instead, oh, Sonic goes through. Oh, no, it didn't do enough. The moon's going to blow up. I'm going to fly into it and, and somehow stop the moon from blowing up. Because he's the hero. He has hero plot. That wasn't... It was the daughter. It was Eggman's yeah. daughter. That she, she she attempts to sacrifice herself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. By the way, Eggman's always the victim in the Sonic games. I know he's portrayed as the villain. The true villain is Sonic, <laughs> and it's about racism. And I really <laughs> and this hails back. Stretch. <laughs> wow, is it a stretch? <laughs> Robotnik accidentally gets sent to Mobius by some weird experiment. Sonic the Hedgehog's grandfather takes him in. They're raised as brothers. Sonic makes a mistake messing around with his grandfather and Robotnik's like invention. Robotnik gets blamed by the King of Mobius and gets exiled to literally a desert at the on the other end of the planet with no food or anything. My man comes back for revenge because he's mad at Sonic. Also because of racism. <laughs> My man is literally the victim on that planet. My man just wants to go home. 
<laughs> Man's out here coding a daughter for himself. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like I I, 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 I hate when a game has like so much potential and doesn't grasp it fully because you can tell they were very, very hesitant to go all in on a lot of ideas in that game. It was they wanted Sonic at AM. They gave us Sonic the Hedgehog. We were just missing Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's not to say like Frontiers is like an awful game by any stretch. Of it's the a B tier game. I, I, B is too much. Like it's a it's like B a minus. High, it's like a high C tier game for me. Like um, no, but I'm saying like in general, like most Sonic games are kind of like that. Like we think of them as terrible. So the storybook games, as they're known as, the games that came out on the Wii, we called them terrible. But everyone who's younger than us considers them some of the better Sonic games. I mean, Sonic Mania was cool. Yeah, Sonic Mania was cool. I'm talking about Sonic and the Black Knight, Sonic and the uh, the Arabian one, and Sonic and uh, the Werehog. Sonic Unleashed. I mean, Unleashed was cool. Unleashed had some of the greatest cutscenes. Unleashed was actually pretty decent. Yeah. There are people I have met who think Sonic Heroes is a great game. Those people are, are <laughs> drugs. No, they're not. They're just young because that's their first Sonic game. It's if you hand someone the classic Sonic games, they don't like them. If you hand someone Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, I've had people look at me and be like, how can you think that this is a good game? There are plot holes everywhere. There's this. The story makes no sense. Why are they on Earth? For me? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> those are questions I don't have answers to. It's funny because like so many people look at me weird when I say Sonic One and Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 were just awful games. They are awful games. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. I'm like... Even when they came out, I was like, this is a bad game. I couldn't play Sonic Adventure 2 when it, when it was on the Dreamcast. Why not? Um, the camera on the Dreamcast was... When they did battle, by the way, they fixed the camera. But the camera on the Dreamcast was one that always followed you. Yes. I got extremely motion sick at Toys R Us and threw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, DX in battle... Actually fixed most of the problems. Uh, Those it are was fun to be able to play Sonic in a 3D environment. It was just not was very well done compared to other 3D. The platforms sad part is, time. like, if you fix all the glitches in Sonic 06, it's actually a very competent game. To a degree, yes. Yeah. Like, out of all you of... You also take away the, uh, the human... No, no, right? no, <laughs> no, no. It has to be there because they know. <laughs> Listen, the Sonic Boom writers put in a character that was literally every single Sonic fan for an episode. They know what they're doing. They know their audience. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I just like Frontiers is very mid, and it's not uh, what, what Sega needed at this time. Anyone saying that this game is like the greatest Sonic game of all time. They only is... care about the lore, which is what I wanted. I don't think it's the lore. Like they're like, oh, this game plays great. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. The camera's trash. The impact zoning on trying to dive to, from thing to thing, inexplicably terrible. Like the things that matter in a 3D platformer are not there. Most importantly, the camera. <laughs> you want to know what's sadly the best game to play? You just on a gameplay basis out of all the Sonic games, it's sadly Shadow the Hedgehog. 
I'm not wrong, and you know I'm not wrong. As a 3D uh, Sonic I, game. I, I hate the fact that you're I'm not wrong. wrong <laughs> it is a very competent 3D platform. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> you just have guns. For no reason. It's just... We know the reason why he has a gun. Um, <laughs> Sonic Forces also was pretty good in terms of gameplay. As a Sonic game, it's freaking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Colors was the last good one. I, Colors is all right. We're comparing this to... <laughs> I just feel like Sonic needed a really big W here, and they got a very tiny one. Hey, it, it keeps it keeps Sega in the news. I guess. I just hope it does well because there are a lot of ideas that are. Oh no! In, it it has actually this, done. It actually has done well. in this game. Yeah, there are a lot of ideas in this game that a much more competent team. You mean not you? You mean not Sonic Team, the team that's stuck here in the U.S. because of the lawsuit. <laughs> so. <laughs> A much more competent team that knows how 3D platformers are meant to gel one another with like the game. So they should give the it to the PSO2 loop. team. Maybe I don't know because that has jump puzzles and platforming. Yeah, but it's also PSO2. It's PSO2. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to like play it again. I just couldn't get into it. The remake or the original? The whatever the current thing is. Okay, yeah, know. that's the remake. Yeah. That's the updated one with the new engine. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Well, that's fine. I did, like, the first, like, main quest thing, and I was like, nope, I can't do it. I, yeah. Um, yeah so Frontiers is kind of mid. I I just, I look at it, and I go, oh, man, this could have been a lot better. It also could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. So it's not, like, the worst Sonic game. It's also not the, like, it just feels very, like, average. Yeah. I, Mania I was a great game. Um, actually, the worst game that was the thing is that they're figuring out their lore again, which is good. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So, what was the game that came out before this one? Before this one was the Colors Ultimate. No, no, no. The like not the not the mainline. Yeah. Because uh, there's Mania, which was the 2D. Yeah. Which has the gem thing that goes wah, and then, and then that. that villain shows up in the 3D game where Sonic is dead and you're a freedom fighter. Yeah, it's forces. Yeah, it's forces, yeah. Nobody liked forces. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, let me, rephrase, let me rephrase this. The Sonic fandom did not like forces. I didn't like it either. <laughs> I just, like, you can't have Sonic in the name and not play He's Sonic. dead. <laughs> He's dead. It wasn't dead. He, Shush. <laughs> anyway, um, besides Sonic, obviously God of War Ragnarok released on the ninth. Um, we talked about God of War last week. Just good. Which you know the game's good. Game is uh, good. I need to finish my. I was supposed to finish my review then. <laughs> I got lazy. Also, the game came out. The game came like, out. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to stream this for 10 hours. Um, <laughs> what a game, though. Like, when it comes to, like, all-around experiences yeah, and what a team can do when they focus and zero in on a vision and stick with it and go in it 100%, Ragnarok is just such a testament to great game design. I just I I can't 
it's just one of those things where it's like I can't physically tell you how good it is like I want to play the game and then like attach an emotion feeler to you so you can understand what I'm feeling when I play the game then you might like start crying with me that that'll be awkward two grown men crying because Kratos hugged his kid I mean but- <laughs> I mean there's been there have been full games that have just straight up made me cry yeah it's just funny playing God of War Ragnarok right after a Plague Tale Requiem I'm just like my emotions are a wreck I'm a glass cage of emotions I need therapy now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't need any more emotional games after this. I really don't. And it's just kind of well. That's good because you know what comes out the, out, at the end of the month. What? Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Oh yeah, I don't need to get about it. We got Callisto Protocol <laughs> in December. Yeah, but you know why? I'm I say- gonna feel the emotion <clears throat> of fear. I feel the emotion of fear. But I'm saying, if you want a palate cleanser. Mindless space marine who is still very angry he got left behind in the one game like six years ago <laughs> comes back is mad. I mean, he has every right to be mad <laughs> <laughs> and gets to punch orcs in the face. Yeah, and the Pope. December is kind of stacked when you think about it, too. You got the new need for speed dropping. Oh my god, you have Callisto Protocol. Like, those are two big titles. I feel like there's other stuff that I can't. It's not coming to my head right now. But I know those are two titles that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Okay, I'm not looking forward to that, but... (laughs) I mean, let me... Like, Marvel XCOM is kind of cool. That sounds like something that'll be fun to play. I just look at it, I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that game. I just don't want to do... Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Thank you. That, I, I was like, there is something that I'm excited about, and I can't remember what it was, and it's that. <laughs> we get we get the PSP game. <laughs> Remade. This is not fair. So in January, One Piece Odyssey drops. Yeah, but it's a One Piece RPG. Wait. Fire Emblem drops. Oof. Forspoken drops. Oh, it got pushed up because Forspoken was supposed to come out in March 2023. I see 24th here. And then Dead Space Remake. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) What's out in, uh... And then February is just a stacked. We got... Deliver Us Mars. Dead Island 2. I feel like there's a big game coming out February also. Like a Dragon Ishin. No, there's like an actual like... Company's Hero 3, Sons of the Forest, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Octopath Traveler 2, Destiny 2 Lightfall. See, Lightfall I know, but like there's one thing, there's another game that's coming out in February that I'm just like, man, that's going to be a good release for February. I can't think of it. Atomic Heart, Digimon World, Next Order. Atomic Heart. That came, I I don't know if you've seen the trailers to Atomic Heart. Yeah, I have. It looks like Bioshock on crack. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by that one. Because, like, you got all these crazy powers, and it's very Bioshock-y with, like, the atmosphere of the level design and whatnot. That team's working on something. They said it's not Bioshock, and I'm like, you're lying. 
well, like the Bioshock, the Bioshock team. team. Yes. No, there's, there's, it's it's another Bioshock. Dude. Yeah, I, yeah. But they were saying, "Oh, we're not doing Bioshock." I'm like, "You're terrible at lying." Yeah. You're <laughs> making another Bioshock. You're making another Bioshock. I just don't know if it's gonna be like a reboot or like an actual new no. entry into like they a said brand it's a new characters and all this stuff. Brand new characters, brand new entry. Yeah. Um, there's hints that it's an underground, like a a subterranean uh, so they're, city. They're gonna fall out. It okay? Got it. More like Mines of Mora. <laughs> the Mines of Mora. All right, let's get into some gaming news because there's a what lot. What should of- we start with? Like all of it is stupid. all of it's dumb. But let, let let's uh, let's start with uh, something we don't normally talk about, and that's sports games. Meet uh, sports. So we all know that EA and FIFA parted ways some time ago. So FIFA has start- decided to go into its own gaming with its franchise. So they have FIFA. They have a FIFA line of games, and they've announced four new games, and they're all. Blockchain based, and we're sitting here like, how do you out EA? How do you out EA? EA, EA. <laughs> like, how greedy? Do you, oh, actually, they're in Qatar, so. So, <laughs> we looked at a lot of these games. They they look awful. First off, um, one of the the ones that they have. <laughs> I no, like even Square Enix isn't th- like Square Enix's stuff. Like their blockchain stuff is really limited to just art, not just like art that you can unlock in the game. Yeah, this game's entire monetization system is NFTs and crypto. All four of these games. Uh, scroll down. <laughs> so the first one is an AI league. FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 edition. It's being developed by Altered State Media, and it is a casual four-on-four football game. And it's all played between AI-controlled characters. And the player input is only at, quote-unquote, fun and tactical moments. So it's a gotcha game. It's like a gotcha game that you don't really play, I guess. Uh, there are some gotcha games now, like um, Blue Archive, yeah. Blue Archive, which isn't really idle, but like they run, they shoot people, and then you could tap for their supers. It's terrible. Anyway, yeah. players who take part in uh, the game's going to launch with a ten-week prediction component. It's going to have physical and digital prizes available to those who correctly predict the real-life matches. And if you take part in that prediction game, you get to earn up to four unique collectibles. And those collectibles will become your AI-controlled players in the AI League. I said this out loud and I still... My head hurts. My head hurts. I don't like this. (laughs) The second game... Is even worse. Is even worse. <laughs> like it's like no, it's like varying degrees of just going down the ladder. Yeah. So you have FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 in the Upland Metaverse. This is a collaboration with Upland Me, which is they're basically a blockchain-based metaverse. And here you get to buy and sell virtual properties. So you'd be able to collect official FIFA World Cup digital assets, including video highlights from the games that you've watched in the tournament. You also get to travel travel to a virtual World Cup Lucille Stadium and Village to shop for digital items. 
This just sounds like a crappier version of PlayStation Home <laughs> with <Yep>. soccer. <laughs> you know what the sad part is? This already exists in Second Life still, which is still going strong. <laughs> the third... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this just sounds so awful. <laughs> the third game is FIFA World Cup KDAR 2022 on... I can't even pronounce that word. What is It's P-H-Y-G-T-L, so I'm going to say... Feigl. 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 It is a fan engagement mobile application. Fans can augment a Golden Globe football from the palm of their hands into their real-life environment and own a limited fragment of it to attach and eternalize their hand-picked FIFA World Cup pictures and video moments. So imagine, if you will, you get to hold like this FIFA ball in your hand. Not then, real. It's not real. It's not a real ball, first of all. It's an, it's, it's, it's an AR ball. And then you get to pick on the piece that you own. And you pick on it and you pull at it. And it's going to have all the things that you saved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the last I hate, one. I hate all of this. And the last one is my favorite. <laughs> the last one. It's called Match Day Challenge FIFA World Cup KDAR 2022 Edition. It is going to be a highly engaging, casual social prediction game based on football cards. <laughs> so not only is there going to be a digital aspect to this, but there's also a physical aspect of it and collectible trading cards. Which already exist. Which already exist. For soccer. I don't know how I feel about this. And the, the crazy part is, was... And it's and the thing is, it's not even a game. It's just a collecting yeah. thing. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. In a strongly worded statement in May, FIFA president... What is his name? Uh, Gianni Infantino. Oh, my God. You know what that last day means in, in, in... In Italian? Yes. Yes. For those of you who don't speak Italian, Tiny Baby Gianni <laughs> um, insisted that only games carrying the official license would be credible to fans of football. I can assure you that only authentic, real game has the FIFA name. Will be the best one available for gamers and football fans, he said. There's nothing authentic about any of those games. Just just give me soccer. Just give me... Like, literally, just give it back to EA. Like, you can't do any worse than EA. The bar's on the floor. Y'all showed up with shovels. <laughs> and excavators. You went under the bar. Like, come on. <laughs> so, like, this is one of those moments where... <laughs> like, kudos to EA for not being evil. Yeah. But I'm very emblematic of the meme of where it's like, thanks, I hate it. <laughs> thanks, this is worthless to me. <laughs> and I love that he's like, this is going to be the real game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the real game. Yeah. And it's like all this like semi-interactive bullcrap that just, this is just awful. I don't know any FIFA fan that would go for this. I sadly do. They would want to own, like, all of their stuff. 
I'm gonna get so much flack for saying this. They are not the brightest. <laughs> like, you know how we make fun of Call of Duty fans will always buy a Call of Duty game? Yes. At least Activision Blizzard tries to update the engine. <laughs> Have you seen the difference between 2021 FIFA and 2022 FIFA? No. There's not. It's just player differences. Okay. Like, and these people foam at the mouth for FIFA. Like, I kid you not. They foam at the mouth for this game. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, let's go into the other funny news, because Destiny's actually in the news again now. Uh, thanks to uh, its exotic weapon known as the Telesto. So just a little bit of background story on why the Telesto is like the Destiny meme that continues to meme in Destiny. Uh, it's an exotic gun that was very powerful and... At some point, I can't remember where when exactly in the game, uh, certain patches would come out and Telesto would start to do things it's not, it's supposed, not supposed to, to do in the game. Uh, so the weapon fires these void-based projectiles that can stick on walls. And if you run past the projectile while it's stuck on a wall, it can explode. And people found ways to abuse that interaction in various different game modes. Most recently, uh, there was a mode where you can create a ball to kind of like dunk it and throw it at an object. Um, the telestic particles could be attached to that ball, and then you can take said ball and throw it at your teammate, and because they would explode and it deals proximity damage, you would kill your teammate. So you had a lot of trolls just like killing each other with telesto-based ball things when you're trying to perform an objective. So needless Spicy to say, dodgeball. <laughs> needless to say, Telesto has now achieved full sentience and is currently running all of Destiny, well, all of Bungie's social media campaigns. So their Twitter, their Instagram, their Facebook page, if you go on them right now, they've been taken over by Telesto. Um, this is actually just Bungie embracing the meme of the gun because their most recent patch did something unintentional and what it did is it takes the, f the fire of telesto and it makes the bullets travel upward so normally you could just shoot a person from across the map with telesto yeah. and they would like instantly die so now it fires upwards and they just embraced it and said you know what the gun's broken we're gonna leave it alone so what this has turned into in Destiny Crucible is you have players just running at each other, fully charging Telesto at close range, and killing each other. I know this because that's exactly what I've been doing in Crucible <laughs> and all the time that I've been playing it. And I've gotten 40 kills just on Telesto alone every match. It's been glorious. I'm gonna laugh if it ends up becoming like a needler at some point where like it's like oh they, they do a patch and it's like uh it's not spraying like a needler why so what's funny is people think that this is part of like some top secret community event probably not and I'm sitting here like no man the gun's just broken <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if it if it is for some top secret thing but it's like a raid that you can only use Telesto in I don't think they would go that hard with the game but it's just funny to see like Bungie like just be really self-aware. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, did they did they finally put in a looking for group section? Uh, so you have the in the companion app, you have like a fire team section, so you can look to see who's trying to go for raids and matchmaking with other things. Um, it works for the most part. Okay. You know, but a lot of people prefer to go like Reddit or Discord. Yeah. 
with their own clans and whatnot. Um, speaking of Discord and the like, uh, let's talk about Twitter for a bit. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to talk about this. Actually, let's talk about Discord first, then we can talk about Twitter. <laughs> so the Game Awards has recently announced a collaboration with Discord, uh, including a new award. Uh, so you can join the official Games Award Discord server, and you can vote on a new award for the best community support. Uh, you get to vote for the nominees in the Game Award Discord server. Uh, there is a live together that you can watch in that Discord server as well. Um, so yeah, like they basically just giving you like another way to watch. My, oh my god, that is a t no, that is actually terrible. Why is that? It a it's Discord. Okay. Watching anything live in Discord, you have to mute everyone. Those poor mods. <laughs> Those poor poor mods. You think they'll set it up to like an auto mute? There is no setup for auto mute unless you're doing oh, stages. Damn. As far as I know, there is no setup to auto mute. That sounds terrible now. It, no, like literally, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you're going to put a bunch of gamers. And basically, you're putting a bunch of gamers in one room that can hold a million people. And you 100% them to behave. Well, it's. What is watch together? Watch together is they put the stream on in the Discord. Everyone hops into that channel to watch together. And we can all chat with each other while it's yes, live. But yes. So there's no thing stopping me from talking to you. Unless they, unless they input people. Yeah, unless they put a full mute on the thing. So they can put a full mute on you. Yeah. It, every single company that I have seen that has done this has failed in that regard. <laughs> That's gonna be a wonderful thing to watch. Uh, oh, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be. Jeff Keighley, please, really, re really, really get a lot of mods. Like I'm talking about, like a hundred people just to moderate this Discord. Okay. We gotta figure out what we're doing with our watch along for the December eighth Game Awards that we'll have here. It's December eighth. Yeah. Oh my god, why do they oh why do they always choose why is it so soon? How are we Oh my god, we're in the second week of November. Yeah. Ah You've been busy. Ah <laughs> When does time go? <laughs> time is an illusion. An illusion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the problem with Discord. Meanwhile, over in the Twitter landscape, uh we have Okay. We have a lot of uh, things to. If talk time's about. an illusion, money's fake. <laughs> so obviously, if you've been following Twitter at all, <laughs> you know that Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla, Longgate Muskrat, <laughs> he bought Twitter for forty-four billion dollars. Let me rephrase that: he was forced to buy Twitter for forty-four billion dollars. So he bought Twitter for $44 billion. <laughs> Without doing due process of review. And he's been trying to fix desperately it. fix, quote unquote, uh, its rules and how to like regulate the blue check. To make it a free speech zone. Let's go. Yeah, no. 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 
Um, yeah. One one thing I will say, it's been wonderful to watch this man drive Twitter off of a cliff. Um, you want to know what my favorite part is? Watching his actual self-confidence implode in real time. Yeah. Because it has been 100%. He launches this great idea. Like, okay, you give everyone a blue check mark, then everyone will be equal. I'm like, that's not the reason why we have blue check marks. So no one can impersonate people, like, you know, politicians. Yeah. So. Or mascots. In line within the rules of what he created with this verification step, Elon Musk, I think, forgets the internet is full of trolls. And there has been a tremendous uptick. And fake accounts parroting or mirroring actual real accounts. Oh, boy. And a lot of them have been some video game software accounts. So we had, like, fake Nintendo of America accounts that have pictures of Mario, Mario flipping, the bird, flipping the bird. And then making lies. the Ahigo face. And then someone posted legitimate, like, Nintendo prawn. Yeah. As Nintendo of America. So it's been pretty awful. Um, and these are verified that's accounts. Gonna, that's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. And the thing and the thing what makes this sad and hilarious at the same time is these are verified accounts because, you know, you pay your, what is it, $8? $8. That $8. You and you can give yourself a blue check mark. You're like, I'm authentic. And then you get to do all these parody things. I don't think he thought it through, like, 100%. No. The reason why he bought Twitter was because he was mad that a kid was was tracking his plane. Yeah. And Twitter wouldn't do anything. I kid you not, I literally feel like this man was like, I'm getting bullied too much on Twitter. Let me go and own it, and maybe I can stop the bullies from making fun of me. See, I would agree with that. He literally bought Twitter because he doesn't have a spine. No. No. See, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Except, except, the same week he made the original announcement that he wanted to buy Twitter, that he that he collected enough shares to make that offer, was the same week three women from three of his companies came out and said that they slept with him and are pregnant with his child. Remember how fast that story came buried? I remember how fast that story disappeared. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! My man bought this as a distraction, and now he has to live with the cost. It's like, just pay the child support. You're literally going to save more money paying the child support. <laughs> if those stories are true. Ah, uh, they were. God, this is awful. <laughs> you want to know how they, got, how they got verified? The kid with the airplane. Because <laughs> they trapped where he went. <laughs> But yeah, so it's, I like I, it's sad that he has all this money. Like, okay, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I feel like after a certain amount of money, people just get stupider. I and so. I genuinely believe it's when you pass like the five million dollar mark. Maybe I don't know. Like, I genuinely believe that. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I had, like, $20 million, I'd still be the same me. I'd just be not that <laughs> humble about it. 
<laughs> yeah, but see, that's how it starts because you, you lose the humbleness. I mean, and then it's I, I, downhill from that. I want people to know I'm a freaking millionaire, of course. Like, that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what do I do? I'm gonna buy this really expensive house and own it and live in it. Okay, yeah, that's fine, but like, but I'm not gonna. How let, many yachts does one man need? I'm not. I don't need a yacht. Uh, I mean, the fact that I could potentially buy one is heavily intriguing. You know what? Do you want to know what boat stands for? No. Bring out another thousand because literally every little thing that you have to do costs like a thousand dollars on a boat. Boats are expensive, aren't they? Boat, boats are. Boats and owning aircraft are some of the dumbest expensive hobbies in the world. What if I want like a, my own private jet? You want to know how much maintenance fee is? You got to pay to store the plane. You got to pay to like maintain the plane. Jet fuel ain't cheap. Right. Like, <laughs> what if I have like billions of dollars? I guess it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, at that point, yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, it's still expensive. Okay. Like Tom Cruise complains all the time about the planes that he owns. So then why own them? Because he he flies them regularly. So he puts he gets use out of them. <laughs> yeah, he gets use out of them. And most of them are like surplus military vehicles, which means that's like, oh yeah, this is a highly specialized. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the main point of this whole blue checkmark verification that we we're going to get into be before we got sidetracked on all our snarkiness uh, <laughs> is the fact that, like, it's now become so easy to just impersonate any account and post that information and have that information be taken as truth. <sighs> Boy. This does not bode well for any type of news. I genuinely feel like that. He's going to get dragged in front of Congress way before Twitter goes under. And here's the reason why. There are too many congressional members who are in, who are on Twitter who actually genuinely use it as a way of, in Reaching form of their... communication <laughs> of their constituency, which is fair. Right. It's also a great way to get out, like, like, I'll be quite honest with you. Much as I hate the man, Trump saved that website. <laughs> In 2016, Twitter was literally going to close because it had not it had not made any money after it went public. They were bleeding. All of a sudden, 2016 happens. Here's what happened in 2016. One, Tumblr gets bought by Yahoo. They banned porn on it. Right. Yahoo's entire valuation of Tumblr went straight to the sinkhole. Right. Where'd all those people go? To Twitter. To Twitter. Two. Everyone wanted to see what stupid thing Trump was going to say as the president of the United States. And where does he say it? On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> so, that attracts advertisers. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of people are and going then he had, And then he had to do actual... They had to do content moderation and everything like that. Now, it's... It's legitimately hilarious because you're sitting here. Now, Musk comes in and is like, Oh, this content moderation is not free speech. I want you to, to I want everyone to understand what free speech means. It literally means the government cannot pass a law to prohibit you from publishing things unless there are exceptions, unless it puts the general public in danger, i.e. yelling fire in a crowded theater. Right. Now um <laughs> I don't think Musk understand that because I don't think he took a, ever in his entire life a U.S. physics uh, civics course. Right. Because remember, the man's from South Africa. He's not a natural-born citizen. Yeah. And the reason why I think Twitter is going to end up being dragged in front of Congress, just like how Sony was, right. 
is because now Twitter is no longer a social media platform. It is essentially a media company and media companies have to be held to a certain standard. And he's not going to like and, that either. Oh, no, he's going to hate it because literally just today, the two execs that resigned have everything to do with security and, and FTC regulation. Yeah, good luck. The FTC does not mess around. No. The FTC will suspend you if you, if you put in the thing wrong. Yeah. I legitimately feel like he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Uh, no, he didn't. Because he waived due, he waived due process. Yeah, he did not. He didn't do anything. He like every single person. Good example: the Activision Microsoft merger. The reason why I, that has not just happened is literally because both companies are making sure every T is crossed, every I is dotted, mm -hmm. every space is accounted for. I talked to someone who does acquisitions. For small companies. And he's just like, yo, this man really just yellowed it. Yep. <laughs> Did not think the consequences at all. And he sat there like, to be a fly on the wall after he made that, after he made the thing. Because they, they all realized that they got him. Every single person in that boardroom of the old executive suite right. realized they got him. Mm -hmm. The man has so much egg on his face, he can't do anything about it. It's over. <laughs> and gaming Twitter is just going to be absolutely horrendous for the next, like, few weeks, maybe a month at most. Maybe. <laughs> if it survives that long. If, if Twitter lasts that long. I, I personally think this is, uh... Actually, no, I think Twitter will be fine. Because eventually he's just going to sell it's gonna it. He's going to go... No, no, he can't. He can't sell it. He owes too much money to the Saudi government <laughs> and to all the other banks. Literally, J.P. Morgan Chase literally sitting there is like, if you sell this, we are downgrading all of your company's credit ratings. That will tank his other companies. Oopsie. <laughs> I did a poo-poo. Like, literally, my man is literally, he literally blew his own foot off with the BFG. <laughs> like there's no way to actually and the reason why this is related to gaming by the way i remember the early days of forums during the gamecube era remember the ps3 when it was a boomerang <laughs> remember when it was a sphere i remember when it was the boomerang controller <laughs> everyone railed sony <laughs> they're like that looks Stupid. And yet I still wanted it. <laughs> I kind of did too. <laughs> <laughs> like, let, let's be honest. I remember the GameCube era, the PS2 era, the PS3 era. I remember when Project Dolphin, which ended up becoming the Wii, was supposedly supposed to be four times stronger than the GameCube. And be the first HD system. At the time, we didn't even know what HD meant. Like, there were so many rumors. We're going to get so many rumors. I genuinely look forward to the rumor mill from this. I don't. I do. I want to see I want to see the insanity. 
I don't because I like to do a podcast on, on accuracy of video games. Same. Now it's like I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> no, but same. But like at some point, like obviously we could tell because we we know what to look for for real leaks yeah. and stuff. Like you look at the FTC, you look at the FCC, you look at uh, trademarks, things like that. But there gonna be so many people who like, oh my god, they're releasing a fourth evolution to Pikachu. <laughs> His name is Pika Blue. Oh, <laughs> this, this means Super Saiyan 9 will be real. <laughs> like, we're gonna just go back to that era again. And you know what? Remember when you would Google, like, Super Saiyan hey, 9? Yeah. It would be like some fan art of a dude's head. Like, huge. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be quite. Yes. <laughs> Twitter has become Ooh. 1990s high school. <laughs> yes. The early 2000s for me again. <laughs> it's just like, come on, like, I generally miss those naive days. At this oh. point, I just want Primus Strategy guys like, to come back into it, just being printed again. Because that's what it feels like it's going to happen. Like, we might as well just go full back. The unauthorized guide to Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Game FAQs with the NC maps and everything. I miss that. I miss that, too. The reality is, we kind of got that back with the way that this is going. Yeah, and I was just going to see it on Twitter. I've seen four different accounts for Hideko Kojima. <laughs> All of them saying that Death Stranding is related to Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it just takes place after Metal Gear Solid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when, when we lose. Yeah. Death Stranding is what happens. I'm like, where are you people getting this from? Where is this coming from? Oh, man. Uh, well, I, I can't wait to see how it's going to last going into December, especially before the game. December is like the worst because it's like literally the perfect time to do the, the, the rumors. Yeah. Speaking of December, uh, we that's holiday gaming season. Uh, and some companies have come out uh, in response to wait, wait, the wait, wait. metrics that they're looking to achieve yeah. for this holiday season and the gaming industry is actually embracing for what they're calling a cold holiday season what i'm calling an actual market correction yeah <laughs> okay first off everyone's home everyone's poor well no everyone's poor right now because of inflation but before let's go back the year before yeah it was a record year because no one had anything to do <laughs> but play games yes and the governments were giving you a paycheck yeah D <laughs> Anyway, um, a lot of gaming companies have uh, reduced their like, forecast, their forecasts and stuff like that. A lot of it due to ship shortages, um, and also that like they've seen like a general slowdown in like console yeah. purchases and things like that. Um, it's another. It's going to be another year of disappointing. I didn't get a PlayStation Five. I might as well reserve for the PlayStation Six. <laughs> It's going to be like that. Um, the other thing, too, is like a lot of titles have also been pushed back into 2023 as well. Yeah. Still, again, after effects of the pandemic and whatnot. Um, there's also... Been, Polishing. There's, <laughs> there's also been some uh, disruptions in the supply train. Um, it's just been a very bad year. This is what happens when, you, when your entire world uh, economy is based on just-in-time shipping. 
You know what just-in-time shipping is, right? No. Okay. So when you have inventory at a store, right. you you basically order what you need for that time period. And by the time that you run out, another order will come in. Okay. Instead of keeping extra stock. Gotcha. Everyone. I literally mean everyone does this. No one wants to keep a warehouse anymore. So they just do just-in-time shipping. And I'm like, cool. So now that everything's delayed and you've run out of stuff, what happens? See, it's funny that that exists because... Uh, Logistics. For me, when I did my stint at CVS as an overnight manager, yeah, I was responsible for ordering the product for the sales. Yeah. And I would never order the numbers that they were like, order this much, this much, this much. I'm like... No, I'm going to get more because I know how people are. Yeah. Like when tuna fish goes on sale for 99 cents, yeah. people take whole shells. And I'm like, I want to have a freaking pyramid of tuna <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> it's it funny that you mentioned this. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you mentioned this because there's only one organization in the world that does not believe in just-in-time shipping. And what's that? It is the U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, and, and I used to get yelled at before, like, before the last store manager I had, yeah. um, before I eventually left CBS, uh, the other three store managers used to look at me like I was crazy that I did that. And it was because, like, I would order the sale products and they would take up a lot of space in the basement. And I'm yeah. like, it's going to, to move. move. You like, just have to I'm just wait. getting it early. It's two weeks until the sale. These don't expire until, like, eight months from now. Like, just let it sit there. When the sale comes... We'll be gone. We'll be gone. And you know what happens when the sale comes? It's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> and the only manager that did it was the second-to-last store manager we had at that store before I left. Because he was like, why do you do this? And I explained to him why I did it. He was like, okay, good. Yeah. As long as he knew why. That person probably comes from military background. Maybe because literally the military will keep anything and everything, and will keep a log came from of it. Coca Cola, so. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because Coke does the same thing. A lot of military people there. It's yeah, just the time shipping has messed around with a lot of um, product stuff, hmm. and because now everyone's rushing. Did you hear about the collector's editions for God of War? Not pe people are getting the collector's edition. They get everything, but it's missing the physical game disc. So like they, the the game is shrink wrapped and everything. But there's no, no, no game disc. No, so the collector's edition never promised the physical copy of the game. It has the steelbook. Yes. Why it has a steelbook of a game you don't get, I never No, no, understood. because some of them shipped with a game, and that's why people are confused. No, because it was never supposed to give you a physical copy of the game. So then someone's making a mistake here. Yeah, Sony. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is it gives you a steelbook case yeah. with a coal for a digital copy of the game. Did did you see the Bayonetta steelbook case? No. It has a disc. That's funny. I want you to think about that for Bayo 3. I know. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And it's funny because like, the Kotaku article was tried to say that like, oh, the code doesn't come with the game. 
And I literally had to comment on this <laughs> oh before God. they changed the article. And I was like, it does come with the game. It just doesn't trigger on it. When you put the code in, yeah. it doesn't trigger automatically. You actually have to physically go to your library, look for God of War Ragnarok, and download it off your library. Well, that's even worse, actually. Which is worse. Cause, but the thing is, it has so much stuff because you're getting a digital art book, yeah. a digital soundtrack. There's like 30... Just give me the disc! There's 30 avatars... Uh, that you can Just put for your PlayStation profile. Uh, it has a PlayStation 4 theme. Do you know how much a disc costs to a company like Sony? Uh, like less than a penny. Probably. Literally. I actually like the physical stuff that it comes with because you get a replica of Thor's hammer. I know. It has, I saw it. It has it's cool. God of War themed, like Ragnarok esque dice in a dice bag. It's pretty cool. And it has two wood carving figures of the Veneer twins, uh, Freya and Fair. Oh, that's cool. Um, if you got the, I think it's like the Jotnar edition, which yeah. is like the fancier, fancier one. That one came with a vinyl record of the soundtrack. Did it not come with a game? Physical version of the game? No. None of the collector's editions came with a physical. Okay, because of because of the person that I am, I'm probably the only person in this podcast who knows this. I'm probably in this building who knows this. To burn a CD for a company like Sony costs literally nothing. Like literally absolutely nothing. To press a vinyl record literally per vinyl is twelve dollars. I that literally makes no sense. Needless to say, I did get How like, is that the a bi- regular collector's edition. And then I had decision? to buy a physical copy of the game. How is that a business decision? I don't know. I can I write so can I write to someone just to yell at them for how stupid this is? <laughs> like that's just as dumb as pricing the PS5 at at the price that it was. Well, the PS5 was pretty I mean, fairly priced. You're talking the about PS3. the PS3 at five ninety nine ninety nine US dollars. It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. God, I'm never gonna let that go. I don't think no one will. I still haven't let it go. I, to be quite honest with you, I say that stuff and people look at me as like, I kind of remember that. I'm like, you make me feel old. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but the PS3 was my first system. I'm like, ah. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, so apparently video games are in a slump. <laughs> I mean, it's a market correction, not a slump. It's a market correction. We're like, I don't. I don't Yet the same company. <laughs> it is what it is. That's how I look at it. Like, at the end of the day, everything's going to continue to go forward. So. It's really funny that the word discount ship just hit our chat. As we're talking about uncutting the Saturn with the words two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, y'all, that's gonna do it for our show today. But as always, you can keep the conversation going over in our Discord. <laughs> so uh, that's properly moderated. <laughs> hopefully, we, we are okay. We keep an eye on it at all times. <laughs> You can check out our written content and more over at our website, digitaleraentertainment.com, for all our social media links, podcast episodes, and more. 
If you wish to support us, we do have our own merch shop over at StreamElements.com slash Digital Era Entertainment. You can get our D-hoodie, a D-tank top, or a D-mugged for your beverage of choice. I want D-slippers. D-slippers. <laughs> <laughs> and they should be Tim-shaped. <laughs> Tim's. <laughs> D-Tim's. D-Tim's. Let's go. <laughs> it's a collab you never expected. <laughs> Aren't there Gucci Tims that are just coming out soon? I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boy. Man. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was shilling, right? Uh, check out our sponsor as well, Image Anime. Uh, over at ImageAnime.com, you can use our promo code DiscountShip to save over $100 on, uh, to save... <laughs> You get free shipping shipping. on free ground shipping on in stock items over a hundred dollars. Thank you. At imageanime.com. I'm too busy laughing. (laughs) Today was just a really random episode. Anyway, uh, special thanks to the Waypoint Cafe for hosting us as always. You can check out the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street. (laughs) Here in the Lower East Side. (laughs) It's been a long week for me, yes. (laughs) <laughs> we uh, stick around though because we will have RJ and Joel continuing their great Ace Attorney adventures uh, I believe it's been a little bit delayed to around the 8.30 mark but uh, we'll have more streaming content for you uh, the whole game has been delayed they've been playing it for like two years it's finally the finale oh wow it's over <laughs> what are they going to play next the sequel <laughs> Professor Layden? I don't know. <laughs> but no, they're, they're, they're at the end. So uh. Today's the last one. If you want more God of War, I'll be doing more God of War on Sunday, because that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> no, but th- this is the sequel they're playing, so they'll probably start a new game next time. Okay. Or we'll do, like, Community Fortnite. I can play as Kratos. RJ will be like John Cena. Actually, that's something we should do regularly. Yeah, I was about to say, that's something you should do regularly every time. You should get Fire Pro Wrestling on PC, see if you could get it with the multiplayer patch. Maybe. Anyway. (laughs) As always, stick around for more streams, more gaming content coming your way throughout the week, especially December 8th, where we'll be live viewing the Game Awards. And... All of our other wonderful streams with various different gaming for your pleasure. But of course, until next time, you've been decoded.